You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast, episode 118. Hey guys, did you hear my epic podcast about getting unstuck from a health rut? Learn the four powerful ways and download the free cheat sheet handout. It's episode 106, so check it out. And if you find value in it, share it with a friend. Hey, it's Eric Sue. I quickly wanted to thank all my longtime listeners for your continued support. I also wanted to say hi to any first-time listeners. No matter who you are, I am committed to providing you the best health and wellness information possible. If you like what you hear, share it with a friend. Also, rate and review this show on iTunes or Stitcher so more people can find us. Let's keep this movement growing. Thanks again, and now on to the show. Health tips, wellness advice. No hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue, the show that inspires, motivates, and educates you towards your healthiest life. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a special health coach with us today. Her name is Chantelle Javier. We will be talking about the insights to truly transform your health. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Chantelle. Chantelle, are you ready to make it happen? I sure am. Awesome. Chantelle is a French-Canadian now living in the San Diego area. In Canada, Chantelle worked in the medical field for over eight years. After transforming her life and her health by creating lifestyle changes, she developed a new passion for this way of living and is now a certified holistic health coach. If she's not coaching and inspiring clients, you can find Chantelle in her kitchen creating delicious plant-based recipes for her up-and-coming plant-based cookbook. She is on a mission to bring awareness when it comes to the food we are eating. She's at her best when she's guiding others who are on a similar path that she was on and now are ready to create lasting health changes. Her empathetic and intuitive listening skills make her a definitive asset, a definite asset for those who are seeking to transform their health and their lives. Chantel, that was just a little bit about who you are. Can you sh- share with our audience a little bit more on how you got started? Yeah, for sure. So uh, I guess my journey started when I was young. I was uh, raised in a family who had sort of little awareness when it comes to the food we were eating. We were just on autopilot basically eating what we we were taught by our grandparents and our parents and um so I grew up eating pretty unhealthy things looking back now, um, and that led my family and basically myself on the road of uh, basically illnesses and just not feeling good in ourselves and overweight and obesity, and my mother uh, passed away when I was 16, and she was just barely past her 53rd birthday, and it was all pretty much due to lifestyle, so it was things that could have been, you know, prevented um, had she chosen or knew a better way to live. So she had like diabetes, heart disease, and complications and all stuff that was pretty much geared to how she ate mostly and then, you know, of course how she lived. So I was basically heading down the same path as, as my family and I was obese, um, I was gaining about five pounds a year, you know, five years, that's 25 pounds, 10 years, that's 50 pounds. I was exactly on my way where the rest of my family were pretty much. And 
I just decided one day in my mid-20s that I didn't want to live this way anymore. I didn't, not necessarily obese. I mean, I was overweight and depressed and unhealthy and unhappy with myself. But mostly I just didn't want to go and live the life that, that my family lived. I knew, I was starting to realize and see that there had to be better ways. Because initially I thought it was genetics because that's what my mom thought. She was like, our heart disease is genetics and obesity for us is genetics. And, you know, I thought, dang, I'm just unlucky. I was born in this family. But as I started uh, growing up, I started realizing like, wait, I don't think this is genetics or maybe what if it's not? Let me see. Let me try it at least. And so it kind of started that way. And then, you know, I ended up uh, getting educated about healthy lifestyle and eat healthy foods and the way we eat. And I started, I got a mentor for me that was a coach who used to be an Olympic medalist. And she did little boot camps in her homes and I, with other people, and I would join that. And that was extremely hard for me because I was not naturally fit. I was not natural. Uh, I was not a natural athlete. So for me, that was embarrassing. I had to leave my ego aside and be, it's okay if you can't do, you know, a push-up or, or 10 sit-ups in a row and that the six-year-old beside you can. You know, I was 25 and I couldn't even do that. And the six-year-old was doing it. And that was very embarrassing for me. So I needed to be like, no, this is why I'm here and I'm going to get strong and just sort of put the shame aside and and know that I'm there to get better. So um, doing that, uh, passion basically grew inside of me. And even though I was in the medical field, I work in diagnostic imaging in Canada, I never lived a healthy lifestyle, really. So when that started shifting for me, I started becoming extremely passionate about what I was doing and the way I lived and just mostly how I felt. I was so excited that that there were possibilities I didn't know existed by basically the choices you, the way you choose to live your life. And I've now uh, decided to become a certified health coach and leave my career all in the medical field altogether to inspire other people and show them and teach them and guide them that there are different ways and that we truly have what it takes within our, ourselves to create the life that we want. And even though certain things may be genetics or people may say that it's genetics. Like I think your lifestyle can trump that. So like in so many cases and at least give it a try, you know, you can't just say, Oh yeah, it's genetics. And then not have ever tried, you know? So that's kind of where I'm at and why I'm here. My short, my, my story in a nutshell, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what, what really inspired me and uh, when you, we talked earlier, um, your before and after pictures uh, really said said it all, and, and uh, you, you're really a picture example of uh, this healthy lifestyle change that you we, that we're going to talk about a little bit today. Yeah, a hundred percent. I did put the before and after pictures on my website in my, and included in my story because I think it's so important for people to uh, know that I can relate, I can connect. I'm not just coming from a, a theory point of view, but I've actually lived it. I've been on the other side, and now I'm on the other side of, of this. <laughs> and I'm able to say like, hey, like, this is how I've done it, follow me. So I think it's really important to be vulnerable in that sense and, and show 
like, you know, I'm really proud of where I was because it shows just how much I've grown and I, I'm extremely proud of, of what I've, um, you know, where I've, where I'm at today, basically. Yeah, I would have to um, say that anyone who goes to your website, which is, um, the website is, uh, the, the name is your yourhealthdestination.com, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, they'll see all that and um, definitely uh, I recommend people to check it out. But before we go into all that, Chantal, can, can we go into this topic of um, the insights to truly transform your health? And you uh, mentioned to me some five um, tips or approaches to doing that. Yeah, so basically there are five steps that I basically created that mimics the journey I was on. So now looking back, I'm able to see that there was a pattern and there were actually steps I took along the way without really realizing that I was taking them at the time. So I've created this, this little outline uh, to share with you guys today. And basically step number one, um, so the five steps on how to create lasting health and lifestyle changes. So I really emphasize the word lasting because a lot of people can create um, you know, weight loss or maybe a few health changes, but then it's often not lasting. So my five steps are on how to create lasting health and lifestyle changes. And the number one, the first one is why. You need to find a really strong why. If your why, if your reason for wanting to lose weight or wanting to just live a healthier life isn't strong enough, you're not going to stick to it. And that's what I've learned because I wanted to lose weight for a long time, you know, before I actually did it. And my why wasn't strong at that point. Looking back, I just wanted to feel better and fit in. At that point, I was, you know, in my teens, I was the, the chubby child and I wanted to fit in and, and I wanted to be part of, you know, the group and be accepted and I just wanted to be skinny like my friends were. That's, that was my why at the time when I was young. And that didn't stick. You know, I may eat well for a day or two or maybe a week, and then I'd be like, peace out, you know, because my why wasn't strong enough. Um, so now my why ended up changing into when I was in my mid-20s. I don't want to live the life that my mother lived. I never knew her healthy. You know, from pretty much a, a little after I was born, she was in and out of the hospitals and surgeries and open-heart surgeries and I didn't want to live that life, and I knew I was going exactly where she was because I was, it was like the exact same road, and I didn't want to teach this to my children. I didn't have kids at the time, but I knew I wanted kids one day, and I didn't want to be that role model. I, I knew that I could do better, and I wanted to learn better so that I could teach them how to, you know, be healthier and, and be not better, but necessarily like live a better version of themselves while they are actually alive. So it's not about, you know, not dying, you know, it's about being healthy so that your quality of life is, is really amazing. So that when you do die, you actually lived, you know, you were alive and you were full of energy and you were happy. And so number one, definitely find a strong why, you know, Step number two is resources and education. So I ended up learning so much about food. I had no clue. I thought candies were relatively healthy because they were non-fat. So I thought low-fat or non-fat was what I needed. So it just goes to show how uneducated I was. 
And, you know, of course, I was making not the greatest decisions because I wasn't really aware of what I was eating or what truly healthy foods were. So I would say definitely educate yourself on uh, what is healthy foods and, you know, because there is like so much out there. You can just Google things, articles, blogs, find good books. And um, you know what I really like? Documentaries. Netflix has so many on there. And there's so many, it's just inspiring and you're able to really learn from them and it takes like an hour to watch them. Uh, I would also say audiobooks are great. When I drive, I'll, I would listen to audiobooks and information and um, I even watched like The Biggest Loser because I would learn from them and I would be so inspired because I would see their transformation and I wanted to do the same, you know. So definitely need to educate yourself and, and get out there and learn things. Of like a, on what you want to accomplish. And the third step is you absolutely must take consistent action. So once you get all this information and you're aware, then you must take action and you must take consistent action. So for me, that was the biggest thing at the beginning. It was not consistent. I would eat healthy when I kind of felt like it, which was not very often. So, But when I decided to, you know, that's it. I realized that I absolutely needed to take consistent action. And, you know, I love to use this metaphor. If you want to save, um, if you want to save money to buy a house, you need a down payment and you must consistently save money, you know, every week or every month, put money aside. And then after a few years, you have your down payment. Well, this, if you don't, if you put money aside just when it's convenient or when you feel like it, you'll probably never own a home, you know? So the same thing with your health style and the goals that you're wanting to create. You absolutely must take consistent action. And notice I'm saying just consistent. It's not perfection. I did not, you know, start this journey and everything was perfect and I never cheated and I ate healthy and here I am today. Absolutely not. You know, when I would go to potlucks at uh, uh, work gatherings or someone's baby shower or just at a friend's house, you know, I, w- I would hardly be mingling with them. I'd be sitting next to the chocolate bowl and the chip bowl and like I was, because it was like I didn't have that at home, so I would just binge and it was like this balance that I needed to learn. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't like perfection, but then as soon as I'd go back home, I'd go right back to my health um, journey. Okay, I'm eating back healthy again. You know, I fell off the wagon, but I'm getting right back on it. And so that's just what I want to remind people. It's about consistently being healthy and doing, making decisions that are on your path. But if you do fall off the wagon, just simply get back on it, you know. we And it's not, actually, it's not if you do fall off the wagon. It's when you fall off the, the wagon, because you will. But the important step is just get right back on it. A lot of people are like, oh, I can't do it it's too hard or, you know, I already ruined it today. Might as well just finish this week and eat whatever I want. And then you just go back to your old patterns. So just get back on it. Um, Step number four is you uh, define a support system. It's extremely important. Uh, You may be around people that maybe don't want to eat necessarily like you, like your husband or your children, but it's absolutely important that they support you at least. They don't need to do what you're doing. They don't need, you know, it'd be nice if they do, but they don't need to. As long as they're at least supportive of the way you're wanting to create change. And also, if they're not as much, 
it's really important that you go out there and find those people that are. So maybe through Facebook groups or meetup groups or the gym or uh, I'm not exactly sure, but you can Google. I'm sure there's plenty of groups of people trying to lose weight or, you know, they're trying to create healthy lifestyle changes and you need to hang and surround yourself with those people, especially at the beginning of your journey because you're vulnerable. It's very scary. It's very foreign to you. Even as far as support system, uh, a health coach could be good here. It's not a must, but definitely someone that keeps you accountable because you're uh, talking and reaching out to them every other week. So keeping you very accountable with consistent sort of progress. So definitely find support system. That is very important. And step number five, patience. <laughs> we all want instant gratification, and including myself. And I wanted, I want everything yesterday, you know, but it's so important. A lot of people will do, you know, they'll eat healthy, they'll do their thing, and then they don't see the scale numbers going down as fast as they would want, or they still feel unhealthy, or they still feel tired or bloated. It's so important. You didn't get to where you were in a week, so it's not going to take, it's going to take more than a week to get to where you want to be. And, um, it's so important that you also respect the process because basically if you were to ask me, okay, Chantel, let's fast forward and go back. Uh, let's rewind, sorry. Let's rewind and go back to where you were and I'll give you a magic wand and you can snap your fingers and wake up the next day all, you know, in shape and you've lost weight. Would you do it? And I really wouldn't. Of course, at the time, I'd say, sure, yeah, give it to me, you know. But to go now that I'm on the other side, I really wouldn't because I wouldn't be the person I am today. And I know that sounds cliche, but in order, there's a reason that I was overweight. There's a reason that I felt depressed because I was very depressed. There's a reason that I was where I was at. And had I just had this magic pill or this magic wand to make me all thin and in shape and full of energy, I wouldn't have gotten the lessons that I needed to learn. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have grown the way I needed to grow in order to be where I'm at today. Because looking back, you know, eating the way I did, yes, my mother taught me this, or, you know, not because she wanted, she didn't care, but that's what she knew. I modeled it from my surroundings, and I've learned it growing up. But at the same time, I was starting to be, I was in my mid-20s. So at that point, there was no excuse, and I was still living that life. And to look back, I really truly didn't love myself enough or respected myself enough to feed myself healthy foods and to nourish myself and to do things that were for the, you know, better version of myself and to support the life in me. I would, you know, consistently make poor choices when it came to being active and when it came to what I ate. So I needed to learn how to love myself through basically food and, and exercises. And that was a big process for me. It was, it was one that I didn't anticipate. I, didn't, I had no clue that I need to learn that until I've learned it. And, you know, used to be disciplined at the beginning. I used to be, it would, it would be hard to be around people that were eating foods that I wanted or unhealthy things, things that we were used to. But now it's extremely easy, actually, because it's not discipline anymore. It's more like a sense of self-love and self-respect where 
I'm like, I don't want that food in me. I don't want to feed my body that food. So it's like, I absolutely don't want it. Like I, I don't care if it's in my face and, and you're like, come on, it's, it's low calories or whatever. It doesn't, um, it, it doesn't appeal to me anymore because it's beyond, it's beyond, um, discipline. It's, it's something that is just a must for me to find my, to basically give myself so much love and respect. So patience, because you're becoming a better version of yourself. Wow. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> that is, <laughs> those are my five steps. That is awesome. I, I would, uh, recommend all my listeners to go back and rewind this 10, 10 or so minutes and, and listen to those five uh, steps again. Uh, just a real quick uh, overview. Know your why. Educate yourself. Take consistent consistent action. Find a support system uh, and have patience. Um, just real quick here, Chantel. I'm already 20 minutes in. I'm wondering if you could um, maybe give some thoughts to, to someone who is struggling out there who has maybe all of these steps but yet are still struggling? What, what would you just tell them? More patience or something else? Honestly, I would say I would tell them to honor the struggle because it's not about necessarily it being easy. Like, I'm not saying that it should be hard. But every time you're growing and becoming a better per- version of yourself, it's going to be extremely uncomfortable. So I think what they would consider struggling is actually uncomfortable. It's not necessarily struggling. I think it's just extremely uncomfortable. So I would say honor the process, honor the struggle, and know that that's exactly how it's supposed to feel. So it's not supposed to feel all like easy because you would have done it a long time ago. You know what I mean? It's supposed to feel the way it is, uncomfortable. If you're doing these five steps, you will get there. If you're consistently doing these five steps and you just, you don't give up, you know, you're consistently doing them, you will get there. So just honor the process. Be okay with uncomfortable. Very good. Excellent. I I totally agree with that. Um, In addition to that, what could you share with us regarding um, those who who are getting there, they're, they're making changes, and, and maybe hit a plateau. That, uh, it's a little tricky because I would have to ask more questions, like what kind of plateau are they talking about? But um, basically, they, they're probably grown. So whatever resources they've had, they, they've outgrown them. So you need to like step up your game, kind of, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? You need to add something new to the mix. So whatever you're doing worked for you to a certain extent, and now it's time for you to grow and add more things. So whether that's, you know, personal trainer or just not necessarily a trainer, but like doing different kinds of activities saying, okay, I'm going to create a goal of running a 5k because that's really out of my comfort zone. I've never done that before. I'm not a runner or I'm going to get a health coach to just bring me to that next level. Or, you know, there's, I think they just outgrown, like they've they've uh, not necessarily outgrown, but they've mastered their game at the level they're at. So they need mm-hmm. to push themselves and go to the next step. Kind of yeah. if that makes sense. Absolutely. I think uh, one of the things that I kind of uh, preach is is finding the next mountain, finding the next peak, and um, that that kind of helps people uh, realize that that you know everyone's going to get to a point, 
and that point, if you stay there, there's always going to be more, and, and always having that next mentality. That's exactly it. That's a beautiful metaphor because you know, often plateaus is because you're trying to go higher on um, on the peak of the mountain. You need to go on a different mountain, right? So, mm -hmm. and that's again uncomfortable for people, but that's how you grow. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, there's so much information. I know uh, we can go into like. Uh, how to establish a why, uh, resources on, on um, where to find the best education for someone. Um, is there one or two things that you could share with us as far as uh, how people go about um, maybe um, any of these p particular steps? How would they go about? Yeah, um, you know, finding their why is, is something that I think people uh, kind of have some issues in, in doing so they may not choose the correct why is, is there a particular um process that you take people through for that one maybe yeah yeah um for me it just sort of came naturally i was just at a point where it came to me but if it's not sort of there for you and you're still like i just want to lose weight and that's not strong enough enough why I would say, like, get go in a space and where there's, like, you have, you know, peace and you have your time and just write, like, brainstorm, just write why in the middle of the page and then just why do you want what you want and truly allow yourself to open up and go beyond the weight loss because there's definitely, we don't really want weight loss. What would weight loss give you? You know what I mean? Like, okay, we want to lose 40, 50, 60, whatever pounds. But why do we want to lose that? There's a reason under that. Maybe it's because you want to see your grandkids grow old. And maybe it's because you want to have more energy to play with your children, you know. Or maybe it's because you want to be an outstanding role model for your children. And you want them to know that whatever they want to achieve, they can. Because by you achieving your goal, even if that is weight loss, you're showing your children that whatever they want to achieve if they set their mind to it you can you're that role model for them so take that time and just brainstorm why do i want to lose weight and see what comes up for you and there may be something in there that comes out and you're like wow i really want to do this you know excellent advice very good um, i knew you could share with our audience some wisdom and knowledge and all that good stuff that comes from being a health coach um I know you do some workshops. I don't know if you want to talk about um, some of the activities you do, but um, go ahead and we're kind of at the end. You can can you share yeah. with us what what uh, activities you do? And and by the way, Chantel is in San Diego, so so not in the Chicagoland mm -hmm. area where I am. But um, anyone can get a hold of you, um, and anyone in the San Diego area um, can find you out there. But what what other activities are you involved with? Yeah, so actually this past weekend I just uh, did a workshop. Um, that was our first one ever, actually. And but I, and then in the San Diego area, I do a revamp your kitchen. So I go to people's homes and we look in the cabinets and see all of what they have. And I basically educate them on the foods that they have, the foods that are in their cabinets, and oftentimes they think is rel relatively healthy and. I'll just show them and teach them about exactly what are in these ingredients. And, and then uh, we do a food uh, tour, grocery store tour, and then where I'll basically teach them how to replace 
those things with healthier options. And then um, I also offer plant-based cooking lessons where I go to clients' homes and I basically teach them how to cook this way because a lot of people are very intimidated with healthy cooking. They they have no clue what almond meal is or coconut flour, you know, because they didn't grow up with that. So a fun way to learn it is by basically me being able to have access and go to their home with them and teach them in their environment how they can create this. But for clients or people that aren't local, I offer a three-month month coaching um, or a six-month coaching. And it's uh, through Skype, so we get to still see each other and interact. And uh, it's bi-weekly sessions, and then I we give you – it's like we come up with things that you're going to try for the two weeks and I keep you accountable. And then the next two weeks, we follow up and see how that worked for you, what worked, what may not work, what you found challenging, how, you know, basically all catered to your goals. And then also in between email support. So if they have questions in between sessions and where to get an ingredient or, you know, just things like that, then they get the support um, of me who was basically there. And I'm so excited about this because, you know, I used to do this naturally. So to be able to do this as a career is like so exciting because I really want, I've seen so much change and my life is not even close to how it was. And I want that for everyone. Like I, you know, I'm like, this is possible for you. Let me show you how. But yeah, for, I do Skype all for clients all over Canada and uh, the U.S. And then local San Diego, they get to be able to have the one-on-one, but uh, Skypes are just as great, and actually, that's most of what I do. So, excellent. Yeah. And and uh, what are your contact links? And how do people, how do people get a hold of you? Mm-hmm. So they can go on my website www.yourhealthdestination.com, and I also have a Facebook page. If you just uh, look for your health destination. You'll see it there. It says my name, your health destination with Chantal. And on there, I post a lot of plant-based, really amazing recipes. So if people just want to start with that, they can just check out my, my page and start with recipes and post. I post like tips and stuff like that, and uh, it's all free. And so they can uh, reach me through there as well. And uh, I'm also on Twitter, so Chantal Javier. Excellent. We'll but have I don't all that. use that as much. I don't use Twitter as much, so it'd be mostly my website, yourhealthdestination.com, or the Facebook page. Sure. I was going to say that we're going to put all that stuff in the show notes. And, and uh, speaking of comfort uh, zones, let's let's uh, challenge you to get on Twitter more often. How's that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I definitely have to get yeah. up there. <laughs> but um, anyhow, I really appreciate your time, Chantel. This has been great. I knew it was going to be great. Uh, appreciate your knowledge, time, and wisdom. Um, perhaps in the future we will come back and do another episode and um, just so grateful for it and thank you so much absolutely Eric it's been a pleasure and I really hope I've inspired at least one person today and thank you for this opportunity talk to you soon all right bye-bye thank you so much for joining us today on healthy living with Eric Sue Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show in Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you. So stay active and be safe.